Welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, Movies of iMinutes hosts will examine the 1946 William Wyler-directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Jack. And I'm Brian. And uh, this is minute number 144. This minute continues the conversation from last week. <laughs> or last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what I wouldn't give for a scene change. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you remember all that stuff we were doing last week? We're still doing it this week. <laughs> we're still in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him old greasy hooks and all window lure. <laughs> Creepy window and greasy hooks. We're sitting there chatting about their possible future together. That they are. Yeah, that they are. Yeah. What do, so what does he say exactly? It's... He basically says, look, uh, you don't know what it's like, you know, to be what it's like to, to live with him or. Yeah. Like you predicted, he kind of bears, uh, you know, his heart, I guess, you know, you know, he, we get his side of the story. Now he mm-hmm. basically says, you don't know what it's like to, to live with this like day in day out to deal with this. He doesn't want that for her. No. She's like, look. You're not even giving me a chance to try. You think about this, like if, if you know, I, I, I jokingly keep saying like it's all summer long that they, that they, he's been <laughs> avoiding her, right? Because, because again, I can't. I just keep going back to that. It just kind of makes me think of that, especially since they, they do play these guys kind of young, even though they are adults. Yeah, you know, it seems like a well, it's the end of the summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, summer romance is over. Right. So are we going to continue this uh, into the new school year or uh, speaking of Greece, you know, Danny and Sandy, (laughs) you know, or, uh, or is it summer loving? So, you know, she, she kind of says like, well, you know, let me, let me find out like if, you know, let me try. Cause if you, if we don't try, like, or, or if we do try, she's like, well, no, soon enough. She literally says, well, no, soon enough. If I don't have the strength or, or the, the heart to deal with this. So honestly, this whole time, <laughs> it's, it's been wasted time where they could have, they could have known, you know, yeah. for, but he, he's putting up roadblocks, he's putting up walls, he's really keeping himself distance, uh, distant from her. This is all time that, that he could have confirmed what he already, like what he feared instead of just, you know, he's making it so like, he's like, he's gonna, it's almost like a fear of rejection. So, you know, he's like, well, she, she won't be able to deal with this. I actually, actually, that's not fair to Homer. I actually feel that he's trying to be magnanimous. Like he's trying to put her thoughts first. It's not that it's not that, well, I'm, I'm fearful of rejection actually, as, as I was starting to say, it's more that he doesn't want to put her through this, this garbage because yeah, yeah he, he's got a good attitude things. It's like, yeah, I can, you know, I can get some milk. I can get some chicken. I can light a c- cigarette, but that's not him all the time. Those hooks aren't on 24 seven. Let's just say, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I imagine trying to sleep with those things on might be a little dangerous. It could be. Yeah. I mean, although I imagine he probably has, and maybe at some point he has, but maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I would, I mean, just knowing for myself, like I sometimes forget to take my glasses off when I fall asleep, you know? So it's like. <laughs> It's hard to say, but you know, I'm, I'm sure, like, because he's not, like, it'd be different if he even had just one hand, you know, yeah. because then he could kind of do some things for himself easier. And and he's just like, I I don't want you to have to be a caretaker as well as a wife and possible mother, you know. Yeah. And now you also got to be my wet nurse. It's a lot of work. 
it's a lot of work. And he's like, she's so young. She's so kind. She doesn't deserve this extra burden of, you know, caring for somebody in his position. That's his attitude. That's not her attitude. Her attitude is like, dude, I'm right here. You're not even giving me a chance to find out if I, you know, if I can, you know, and and like she said, if, if it doesn't work out and she's not the person he thinks she is, they'll, they'll know before too long. And then they, you know, they go their separate ways. Then she goes to Aunt Vera's. <laughs> I, although as we kind of were joking before we aired, like, he's like, hey, uh, well, we've known each other a long time, right? You know, since, <laughs> since we were kids. I love his act. He's like, he's like basically a Boston accent. Since we were kids. <laughs> but he's like, I'm going to bed now. I want to show you something. Yeah. Forget about it. She's like, okay. Wow. Make you earn $5 the hard way. <laughs> it was, yeah. It's, I mean, obviously it's much more innocent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the time, but we're like, it's like, I'm going up to bed now care to join me yeah yeah we were talking like last episode you know like you know the change in you know so many decades and the sensibilities and like when when i first saw that scene i was like what that's a little that's a little risky for 1946 and i was like oh no he's gonna never mind (laughs) it went a different direction yeah i mean he's not like you know hey he's not proposing her but he's like i want to show you something of course you know me being the pig that i am you know have to make a joke about what he's going to show her but yeah it's it's obviously played much way more innocent than that he's like yeah it's like matter of fact like i'm going to bed if you really think you can deal with it i want to show you something so obviously it has to do with his his condition uh, condition yeah yeah thank you but given a man proposing his longtime girlfriend, I was like, let's go upstairs. <laughs> Shh, got to be quiet. My parents are home. Yeah. And again, yeah, this is 1940s. I mean, I mean, what is she? First off, she's, what is she doing unescorted, like in a, in a man's house at night? It's just like, uh, baby, it's cold outside. Like, oh, I really should go. But baby, it's cold. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, or, or what is uh, the wake up little Susie? Because it's like, oh, what are, what are, what are our parents going to think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, ah, oh, you, you went to a man's room uh, unaccompanied in the middle yeah. of the night. Uh, but it has come up already, though, about this, this particular movie. I mean, this was made, but, you know, it came out in 1946. The war just ended in 1945. And yet they're being very real about some of the things that, that these guys are going through. Like, Clearly this, I mean, Homer in real life is a, you know, doesn't have any hands and he has these hooks. So, I mean, they get, they cast an actual disabled veteran mm-hmm. for this role. So you're getting a fairly raw look at even never mind the acting and, and, and the, in the dialogue, you're, you know, you're, you're looking at a person who suffered from war. Right. One of the characters is basically, he drinks too much. He gets a little tells it like it is type thing. You know, he's like, he's not putting up with this crap anymore. None of these back here. <laughs> you know, like he's, you know, he's got his own idea of what's the right thing to do and, and he's doing it, but he also drinks a lot. <laughs> <You know? laughs> there was a reason like our grandparents like always had a high ball or a, a vodka, you know, like, you know, he's <laughs> in sixties. Cause I mean, a lot of them did go to, to war and, and it's just, you just didn't talk about it. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like this is a fairly frank conversation that that he's having with her, which which I'm sure had to have happened, especially if somebody who who maybe had an ailment that needed a little bit more care post war. Yeah. 
there's another character, uh, Fred, like he basically has PTSD. Uh, he has like night terrors and stuff like that from what he saw, you know, all, all the people that he, he either killed and or witnessed being killed. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty ballsy, shall we say? Yeah, man. You think about all the other stuff that was ever, you know, produced during this time. It was all about, you know, war is glory and, and all that stuff. And they never really looked at the, the No, we've gotten better as a, as a culture about addressing those things because we kind of acknowledge them. But there was a lot of, I don't want to say disregard, but it wasn't talked about. It was like, um, I wouldn't even say seen as a weakness, but it was something that was just like, if you don't address it, it must not exist. Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, you, you, well, it, society definitely was different too, because it's like, well, a man doesn't, you know, he's not yeah. hysterical, or a, a man doesn't, you know, cry, or a man doesn't, you know, you got to yeah. be a man, you know, and so, so what do you do? You drink the hell out of, <laughs> you drink yeah. your feelings away, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying everybody's an alcoholic either, right? you know, just like not, not even to that extent. Right. You don't talk about it, you numb, you numb it and you move on and yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. but but some people they weren't their happy-go-lucky self anymore yeah it seems like every movie made now about war is always anti-war uh, yeah a lot of it a lot of it yeah. not all of it not all of it but i mean i get on my soapbox a little bit because it's like you don't have to necessarily glorify war to make a good war film but like yeah. sometimes bad people need to be punished I'm, I'm thinking about some of the like the 60s war oh, films yeah. where they weren't like uh boys in blue i bet you know like you know, yeah. you know not, that, not that jingoistic kind of like propaganda film but also not like he went to war and then he came back a broken man you know like like obviously yeah, those man. movies are important because they do highlight like this movie this movie kind of highlights the stuff that like these the vets ha- went are going through trying to re um acclimate to to society and this is this is a very real like this minute is a very realistic portrayal and very honest portrayal of like hey I'm injured I got this girl how do we move forward and and are we going to move forward and it's yeah. a very frank conversation actually and it's it's kind of kind of neat and you can take from that like hey war isn't all you know do your part and you know have little Timmy recycle for the war effort and buy your war bonds you know <laughs> it, it, it's like no there's a human cost to it and there's definitely like these movies nowadays, or, you know, I even think started with the eighties with, you know, with like the post Vietnam kind of movies where they, you know, you show how they, you know, a lot of it was like war's Hellboy. you know, like that's basically the gist of, of, of a lot of these movies. But at the same time, I just want to watch Clint Eastwood rob a bank you know, during <laughs> yeah. World War Two, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Like, yeah, made in the sixties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, or like, like even well, here's the battle of the bulge. Like, yeah, it's not a very realistic movie. It was it had a lot of in, inaccuracies, but it was still a fun tank movie, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Here's Robert Shaw doing stuff, and he's an evil Nazi in this one. They they weren't necessarily like rah rah. It was they were just action films basically. And I missed I missed the war action film that doesn't make me feel bad about watching a war action film. Yeah, <laughs> there are, there are some movies nowadays that are a little bit more, maybe a little more jingoistic. Like, um, what, what was that one that, uh, Peter Berg, all Peter Berg movies seem to be <laughs> pretty pro military yeah. and pro, yeah. uh, uh, the, the one about Benghazi. Benghazi was a great action film. Oh yeah. 13 hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. The 13 hours one. That was really good. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, what is it? Lone survivor, lone survivor battleship. Well, yeah, yeah, that was realistic. That that really happened. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what? Is my I, I, I tried to not like that movie, but I ended up enjoying the hell out of it. 
It's just because your son's in the Navy. <laughs> uh, no, actually, it was before. I think it was before he was in. In I, I wanted to throw it on because I was about I was about half drunk one afternoon and, and it came on. And the first scene where he wow uh, woos the girl with a frozen yeah. burrito. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm watching this. <laughs> he gets tased. Yeah, I was like, this right. I had the same thought, but then as the movie went on, I was like, oh my god, why I'm getting dumber as I watch this. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but there's, you know, listen, like I, I, I miss the majesty, and I understand why we don't have them, but I miss the majesty of those old battleships. So seeing it, you know, oh yeah, in battle playing being played to like thunderstruck, I'm like, yeah, dude, this is awesome, <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, uh, in fact, we have a battleship uh, about two hours from here that, that I've toured a few times, and it's it's just yeah. friggin' amazing going on those things. As a, as a matter of fact, I think I think Homer, the character Homer, was on a aircraft carrier actually. Okay. I think they said that. I could be mistaken, but I, I thought that's what they implied. He was on an aircraft carrier below deck. But um, yeah, I mean, there's there's something to to, to get on those old battleships and and being able to see what these guys went through guys like Homer, like going yeah. into the galley, seeing like basically the hammocks that they have. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's pretty uh, amazing, perfect. you know, and the thing too, like you're getting shot at like, like, uh, so, so the one I'm referring to is the USS North Carolina. Mm-hmm. If I recall, like I don't have the stats in front of me, but it was in pretty much every major <laughs> you know, battle. Yeah. It's just like amazing. Like that's part one of the reasons they wanted to keep it was because it, it had such it, such involvement in in the war effort in the Pacific, and it's just you know it's fascinating, especially when like I took my son to see Midway, which I guess that's another like hey here's a you know I well they do have that aspect of of like the you know the the people dying I think you know back on the home front the the women dealing with it yeah that, I guess that was like a a throwback to like, isn't this awesome? <laughs> like, yeah. like, look, like, look at the spectacle. But every, anytime that they had like the naval stuff from Midway and they were talking about certain battles that I knew the North Carolina was in, I'm like, oh, are they going to reference it? I said, I'm like, you know, did you, did they make any reference to North Carolina? He's like, no, but, but I'm like, they were there. They were in that, this battle right here that they were talking about. I know for a fact they had like, you know, all these kills or, you know, like I was, because it's just, it's really, fascinating to me but maybe i'll revisit battleship <laughs> yeah i mean it's a fun movie it's like you're not going to get any smarter watching it but it's it, i i it's it's it, good mindless fun yeah so it's the opposite of this movie where this movie makes you think and it's like really well thought yeah, out and it's like, yeah yeah well the other one's like no nah, man we're just going to kill some aliens uh with you know 70 year old mothballed yeah whatever <laughs> oh you mean like in Battlefield Earth when they had the Harriers and they were like, oh, they work perfectly fine a thousand years into the future. <laughs> yeah. So meanwhile, we lived on a, on a Harrier base and, you know, like if they didn't fly those things constantly, they broke down after like two days. Yeah. <laughs> and they got in and just like, what? This is no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it makes it even worse for us who, who witness Harriers every single day. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's an incredible piece of machinery if you can get it to run. I like my Harriers in True Lies. You know, let's we'll just keep it in that. <laughs> the game was sucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and Elijah oh. Dushan was there for some reason, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, another, another. Not gonna get smarter watching that movie. You're not gonna go away with any like new insight, but it's just fun. 
Yeah, right. Oh, that's definitely a fun movie for sure. <laughs> which is which was which obviously is quite the opposite of this scene because uh, <laughs> as we keep going to fun movies as opposed to uh, you know serious relationship drama. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's like this type of thing. Like this this minute, like well, actually, these, these ever since Wilma shows up, you know, and knocks on the door, this is pretty much the stage play. Like like we we talked about. Yeah. In Heartbreak Ridge, when we were doing that minute by minute, there was this, there's a scene where Clint Eastwood and his ex-wife have a kind of a cathartic um, uh, laying again, laying it yeah. all out. Well, they like she more put her cards on the table for him to react to than, than yeah. him. He's still, you know, Clint Eastwood plays a very stoic, <laughs> you know, um, uh, man. But even even he lets his guard down in that film without explicitly, you know, saying saying, well, my feelings are this in that scene and. But it's just the two of them, like in a bar pool room together, much the same way these two are just in in a kitchen together, just just kind of bearing it all out. Now in that movie, they were exes who were trying to kind of come to terms with who they are and and who they are going to be together. You know, whether they'll be together or just deal with each other as as ex wife and ex husband. And hmm. these are two young lovebirds who are trying to figure out if they even want to try to to get to a point where they might have to be exes. Clint Eastwood and his wife, Aggie, were, were exes. These are like never worse at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and we joked about that, you know, like I said, in that in that minute. And it wasn't really jokes, but it, it's like the two-person stage play. Like they're just playing off of each other. And, and honestly, you know, we talk about like that's a dumb action movie slash comedy. And yeah, here there was a real a very real moment between two, two individuals and in just in the middle of that movie. And we're like, wow, that's, that's fascinating. And, and we're kind of, I mean, this whole movie is about relationships. So it's not like, Oh wow, this is just this one scene, but this is just like one of many scenes where, you know, people are kind of trying to figure out like how to be with other people. <laughs> you yeah. know? And, and this is the, you know, these two are the, are supposed to capture the younger like everybody's at, at a different point in their life, like this three main characters. And so these are like, this is the young guy trying to come home and, and deal with the young future wife where, versus other people who, well, uh, we've been married for 20 years and yeah. you know, <laughs> we're, you know, and how do we come back to that and, and fall in love all over again, that type of thing. And then, or the other guy who's like, Hey, I'm kind of the young and hip kind of do swell guy, you know? <laughs> I got to go find my wife, you know? So it's like, you know, th these are like the, the young, younger side of things. I don't know. It's a, it's a good minute as far as, you know, coming to a conclusion or a, a, a like a, I don't even know if conclusion is the right word, like a, an apex, like we're going to, they're either going to, they're going to come to some sort of realization as far as whether or not their relationship's going to continue or if it's going to end all kind of building up from this conversation right here. Yeah. And, and he's going to say him, I mean, he did say like, I don't want this for you and you don't understand. He's like, so now I'm going to take it from words and I'm actually going to show you what you're in for. And, uh, so he's like, you know, why don't you join me upstairs? Um, but, but again, oh, hey, actually we might get a scene change or at least a change of scenery. Yeah. You can get out of the kitchen <laughs> and get out of it. What is it? Get out of my kitchen and into my bed room. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Or, you know, Get out of my car into my dreams. Yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> I actually know it's get out of my car and into my no. See it in the dreams and into my car. Yeah. Thank you very much, Billy Ocean. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, do you got anything else you want to talk about this minute before we uh, tell the nice people that we're negative? I have nothing. Yeah. Okay. Well, me neither. So why don't we just ask everybody to come back next minute and we'll find out if, if we actually go up in and join us upstairs, you know, huh? yeah. go to the best minutes.com. Uh, go to Butch's Place. You know, have a, have a stiff drink over at Butch's Place. Uh, where the uh, Butch's Place is the best years of our lives listeners cafe. It's on Facebook, and uh, of course, we're on uh, we, as in everybody who's been ho- you know guest hosting, are on Twitter at the Best Minutes, and of course, this podcast itself, Best Minutes Podcast, can be found on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main site, thebestminutes.com that I've already mentioned. Please join us here next minute for the Best Minutes Podcast. All right, everybody. Hey, Perry. What? You sunk my battleship. (laughs) There he is. (laughs) Hey, Joe. You better hurry up out there because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor. Sorry, I had to yell at the kids. Um, <laughs> I got quiet there for a second. I was like, you still there, buddy? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, hey, go, go, knock it off.